to get the weekend party started. This is Easy Talk Live, featuring your host, Eric EZ Zuli. This is the place to be if you're all about promotion, celebrities, and social media. We'll hook it all up for you with fun, facts, and fascinating talk. Now, here's your host and the main man, Eric EZ Zuli. All right, life is hard because I roll the easy way. No, you guys roll the easy way. Are you guys ready to hop on board the Easy Way Express? You like that? I just made that up right now. The Easy Way Express. Hop on the train and never know where it's going to take you, but it'll take you to somewhere that'll make you successful. What's what's up, everybody? Everybody, this is the Easy Talk Live show on Voice America World Talk Radio. Live radio. So we're live and direct right now. Everybody out there listening, wherever you're listening from, whether it's nighttime, it's 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 uh, afternoon or it's morning, we love that you're listening in. And we have a really just different type of show for you today. Uh, some pretty awesome guests. And I'm your host, so whether you like me or not, this is all you get. Oh, I'm sorry. You get Frank, too. You get Frank Hellring uh, with us, too, Mr. Business. What's up, Frank? How you doing, Eric? Boy, I'll tell you, I am so excited about today's show, man. I mean, we're just going to knock this out of the park. Yeah, I, you know, man, I, I really, last last week's show just really did something to me. I didn't even think about it, but it, it, it just came to me, Frank. We're going to do the Q&A tank. All right, if Shark Tank doesn't like it, too bad. Uh, Q&A tank, you know, where people can, can, can uh, you know, please don't sue me, Shark Tank. I, I, I'm just, I'm trying to just make a living here. Don't, don't come after me. No, I'm kidding. Um, so so Q&A tank is going to be about the listeners that are listening. If they want to call in at 866-472-5788, we're going to have experts on that will answer your questions. And you just ask your questions. We answer them as best we can. And we're going to, as we progress the show, we'll have different gifts and different opportunities and maybe potential investments and events to go to and, and services that will be offered to you for free that will be worth it in the thousands. And just we'll be progressing it as we go. So get ready for that, guys. The CEO Savvy segment, we're going to have the Q&A tank. Uh, we have some awesome guests today on today's show. Uh, coming up soon, we're going to have Ken Rashan, I hope I'm saying that name, that name correctly. It's the Umbrella uh, Syndicate. I'm sure everybody knows Ken. You know, he's been doing his thing. Eight books, man. He's an eighth author. He's got eight books out. And uh, the founder of the, um, the abund- not Abundance, but the uh, big entertainment company. He can tell, tell us about it. And then we're after Ken, we're going to have Ron Klein coming on for our CEO Savvy segment. So, so we got Ken for the Entertainment and More segment and then Ron Klein for the CEO Savvy segment. He's the inventor of the credit card magnet strip. How awesome that. He's also uh, you know huge in Wall Street and he's involved with Inc. Magazine, Forbes. And he's a business guy that you really want to get advice from. I mean, we're blessed to have him on the show. And man, we're just rocking and rolling, man, with some uh, big events. We got about 15 events in the roster. Make sure you guys go to Easy Way Events on Facebook. Just search Easy, letter E, letter Z, W-A-Y, space events you'll know about all the events we got going on i mean we got a big event with the mma 10,000 something people we got a big event with with uh california senior guide magazine and all the all the seniors we got the uh, flicks for change uh, film festival we got uh, just tons of different events that are going to be great networking great opportunities we got the action to wins event coming up to the renaissance hotel lax we 
contacts. If you want to get business connections, you want to learn how to progress your business more. You want to, I mean, we got Google, major people, Google panel stuff. We got just great speakers on that. And so as you're following Easyway events, you'll know more information uh, with that. We got the Easyway business affiliate program happening right now, guys. And by the way, this is the Easyway 401. Okay, so you get all things the easy way for the first 10 minutes of the show, and uh, that way you know what you can get involved with as we do it the easy way. So we got the Easy Way Business Affiliate Program, and I mean, we've locked in about 176-something members that are on the Easy Way Business private group on Facebook, and we're just rocking and rolling. Right, Frank? Absolutely, Eric. I mean, Easy Way Business Affiliate Program is going to take business to another level. I was on a conference call today with, as you well know, some movers and shakers, you know, in another company today, and they both hit on it at the same time. They said, you guys are the first ones out there that are going to match up media with digital application. Now, think about that, Eric. It's, it's beyond. I mean, we are going to provide all the tools to lead generate and tools that most people probably don't know about to lead generate, to funnel, then convert sales conversion, you know, and, and make money. And not only are we going to do that, but we're going to have affiliate system that's associated with it as well. So as you become a member, you can make money as well as you're referring other people. And and so so people can make money and roll with us as we're, as we're doing our thing. I mean, we got exciting things happening. Guys, For I, I got my Easy Way Achievement Award, all right? I, be, I was given my Easy Way Achievement Award in 2010, around 2010, with the Multicultural Motion Picture Association, backed and supported by the city and county of Los Angeles and the American... Society of Young Musicians, Jarvie Hutcherson. He, na- well, we had a great conversation, and we decided to name an award after me and the whole Easy Way movement. So we created the Easy Way Achievement Award. My first recipient of that award was in 2012, and was given to Larry Namer, the co-founder of Entertainment Television. And this is all on YouTube too, guys. If you want to research it, then we gave it to the Dame Shelley Hunt, which was a partner of mine on some stuff, and uh, she is the creator and founder of the Women of Global Change, and she is. Uh, she was accommodated by Obama and uh, then we had Steve Resnick which is uh, you know EMI Capital Records and everything that he does guys you want to know who my fourth recipient is going to be and where it's going to be do you want to know Frank do you want to know listeners I mean this I is, do let's go this is, this is incredible I mean you guys got to call in if you want to know otherwise I'm not going to tell you 866-472-5787 you know come hang out with us or 866-472-5788 um, no I'll tell you so the Flicks for Change Film Festival is going to be at the uh, Boomtown Brewery in Los Angeles, California. And shout out to Andrew Steele and James Hawthorne because this event is really progressing, really doing well. Easyway Promotions has helped bring in Sally Kirkland, Golden Globe winner, who was you know just just on our show uh, last week, and uh, Golden Globe winner, Oscar nominee, and so she'll be a panelist. I just brought in Summer Helene, who also has a show on Voice America. Um, and she's involved with Viacom and NBC and, and Paramount, everything you can think of. And uh, we, we, we have Frank Shankwitz is going to be there. I mean, Frank is going to be flying in. He's, he's the reason the Wishman movie is happening. So Frank Shankwitz is going to be there. And guess what, guys? Guess who my recipient is going to be for my fourth award? Officially, I'm announcing it for the first time on Easy Talk Live. Yes, you heard it from my lips first on Easy Talk Live, Voice America, World Talk Radio. Frank Shankwitz, which is the creator of the biggest nonprofit, I believe, that's making wishes come true. Frank Shankwitz, the creator of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, is going to be my official fourth recipient. And he's also going to be the cover of our magazine, Easyway Magazine. We're doing a special edition for the Flicks for Change Film Festival. Guys, don't, don't, 
don't don't sleep on this. Go to Flicks for Change, F-L-I-C-K-S, the number four, change.org. We also have the Kiss the Monkeys organization, big organization for fashion shows, huge on Facebook. You know, I mean, so many people get involved. The first event on the 12th of November, by the way, guys, if you want to get involved in any of the events that we have that we're talking about on the radio or we're promoting on uh, Facebook, on the group, or anything that you see on Easyway TV, all you need to do is go to uh, our app, easywaymobile.com, click on events. You can RSVP that way, or just go to easywayrsvp.com. EasywayRSVP.com and anything that you hear that you might think that you want to go to or get involved in or volunteer with or sponsor or or cover, whatever, uh, we, we are here for you. And so this Flex for Change event is just progressing like crazy. And, and we're not even into September yet. <laughs> we're, we're already killing it. And we're not even into September yet. And we still got two, three more months ahead. So November 12th through the 15th, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, action to wins is another real big one. I definitely recommend you guys put that one in your, in your calendar. Um, and, uh, Frank, I mean, we're just, we're just killing this left and right. And guys, don't forget when we do our broadcasts and I do my live streams. And if you guys don't, haven't watched any of my live streams, if you're tuning in to listen to Ken Ra- Rush on or, or, or Ron Klein, and you don't know who I am, uh, please check out my live streams. Just go to Easyway TV or look, follow me on Facebook and you're going to love my live streams. I'm a fun personality, always promoting businesses and product placing businesses and you're hearing the testimonials, but I, I give some good advice in the business and the digital digital world on how to promote yourself, increase your reach, expand your brand, make it happen the easy way. So guys, coming up, we're going to have, um, and, and Frank, jump in anytime soon. You're, you're, you're welcome to try. I can I can just envision Frank. I can paint the, I, I see Frank like he's trying to jump into a, 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 a what is it, a jump rope you know and i see him trying to get into the circle <laughs> he's like i i i, I, I wait eric i, I got give, a better one than that man <laughs> when i when i learned to swim i learned in the blue ridge mountains my father took me down to the pool at 7 30 in the morning you ever been in mountain spring water at 7 30 in the morning man it's like ice right i put my that toe in that water my father picks me up bodily throws me into the pool that's exactly what i've done when i got on board with you man <laughs> but you know I, I i give you props frank you're able to keep up not too many people can keep up with me on the radio or in front of tv and you know frank you're doing your thing too you're out and about doing it live stream and uh you were just at a big event for the for the asian media uh, this big big studio that's happening out there it's uh, uh the asian yeah, world Eric, media. i'm telling you something man i went out there i sh- uh, we shot it live uh it's asian media world this is an incredible studio that just came up in westminster california it's owned by a gal, uh, really, really attractive uh, uh, Asian gal. And, man, they had an absolute extravaganza out there, probably 400 people in the audience. They had a fashion show with David Wynn, Kutura, and uh, I think another fashion company. Yeah, and that, and that stage, it, it seemed like something out of American Idol. We ought to think about getting a relationship with these guys. What do you think? I, I, that stage seemed like something out of American Idol or America's Got Talent. Shout-outs to uh, Asian World Media. and I like how you're kissing up to her and calling her very beautiful and attractive and everything. I would do the same thing. It's a nice studio they got going on there. So uh, very smart, Frank. I love that. Kiss up on air. There's a tip for you guys. You got <laughs> Anybody that you want to get with, you kiss up on them on air. All right, so guys, I'm Eric Zulia. This is Frank Hellring. This is a fun show. I hope you're enjoying. EasyTalk.live. Please subscribe. EasyWayMobile.com. So we're going to go uh, to the commercial break, all right, and 
And then when we come back, we have the Entertainment and More segment with Ken Rachon. I hope I'm saying that right. R-O-C-H-O-N, I believe it is. Uh, Ken Rachon. Uh, Ken, you can you can correct me when you get, get on, man. So uh, the Umbrella Syndicate, man. This guy's got an amazing story. Eight books. He's doing his thing in a big way. Uh, looking forward to having Ken on. So, guys, stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Uh, get your pens and papers out because we're going to be giving you many t- all the tips and tricks and the, the jam and the jelly. You know, you guys just got to have the bread. You know, and we'll be doing it the easy way here real soon. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Aliens with Gas is the program you're listening to. We are the extraterrestrial rock show airing every Saturday afternoon on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. And we're going to play the rest of the Uli John Roth interview on our overtime and I dig that because you're doing the, the Brady Bunch thing, aren't you? I am. Because <laughs> I have a, yeah, a theremin app right. on my phone. So it's not, you know, a real theremin. If anybody knows the Brady Bunch, what I'm talking about. UFO! It's back! <laughs> Thank you, and keep watching the skies. That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, you're listening to Easy Talk Live for all you entertainment fanatic fans out there. Brought to you by ProductionSanDiego.com. It's time for Entertainment and More. Check it out. Are you ready for the song? We got a guy. His name is Ken Rachon, and he is the man when it comes to Umbrella Syndicate. It's all good because you know I do it real quick. This guy is the eyewitness, and you guys are about to hear the business on how he's doing. He's doing his thing. Man, he's all about the marketing. We were having so much fun, and I have to be frank. Oh, wait. No, his name is Hal Ring. Ah, no, I'm just kidding around here as you're listening. But you know what? Man, we got a friend. His name is Ken. All right, Ken. Wait, welcome to the show. Easy Talk Live. It's usually better when I have music, but welcome to the show. <laughs> you did mighty good, Rockefeller. That was very good. And uh, it, it's Ken Roshan, but whatever way you need to say it to make that rhyme happen, I'm all good. <laughs> Ken Roshan. All right. It's all good, man. Hey, yeah, welcome we- to the show, Ken. Uh, you know, we're blessed to have you on. You're an entrepreneur and entre- you're actually an entrepreneur, uh, trademarked, patent. That's my word right there. Entrepreneur. 
and you're making it happen in a big way for a, for a lot of people, man. So um, if you go to EasyTalk.Live, guys, you'll see his video, kind of what he's talking about. And I mean, you've really made some stuff happen for a lot of people. So I'd love for you to just kind of speak a little bit about, you know, who you are and then why you decided to go down this direction to, to, to help people. Well, I was a DJ for uh, probably about 30 years, and my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and I had the blessing of being able to uh, be a caretaker for three years with my dad. And that, uh, that period of time that I was doing that, it really caused me to reflect on what I was doing with my life, decided to create a purpose-driven life, and designed a company that would amplify great leaders, great causes, great events, and great messages. So when I meet people like Frank Shankwitz or Greg Reed or a lot of people that you've actually, Ron Klein, these are people that I think are just amazing people, and the more people that know about them, the more people will be inspired and actually, hopefully, uh, take it upon themselves to be a power of one person and create the best possible version of themselves. There it is. I love it. Well, you know, and I, I, I was waiting for you to just continue moving, but you're a professional, Ken. I can tell you, no, no when, to, when to stop, let us come back in. And, and so, you no, know, the uh, Umbrella Syndicate is actually, I, I gotta, I mean, I'm a branding guy, Ten. I mean, that's what I do. I, I build brands, I expand brands, increase their reach, you know, and we're a brand that brands brands. So game recognizes game, all right? You're doing your thing in a, in a big way with Umbrella Syndicate and, and you, you created a brand, you created a movement, you, you know, um, talk a little bit about branding, man. Talk about why you decided to brand it in the way that you have and what Umbrella Syndicate is. Well, as you know, a lot of companies, uh, have trouble getting the type of business they need to get, and they kind of disappear after three years. 80% of businesses disappear because they don't create a brand. They don't have a brand that actually speaks to people and has people curious or wanting to follow them or support them. So I, I believe wholeheartedly you need to know what your mission is. You need to have your brand actually really connect with that mission so that the brand does the work and the people that support it become your marketing machine. So you're you're definitely on point with that comment. And so... The Umbrella Syndicate has always been about amplifying goodness, and so when I look for people that are actually making a positive change in the world, uh, they're making just a positive message, or they're just stepping up the plate to make a cause for somebody that needs help. I just want to help those people. I love it. So this is the Entertainment and More segment, uh, Ken. Absolute Entertainment, you were the founder with that. 30 years. Talk about Absolute Entertainment and, and uh, you know some of, the, some of the adventures, the speed bumps, the story. Sure. Uh, started 35 years ago, actually, and uh, I, I was very quick to realize that that was also a opportunity. If you have your business uh, become connected to community and helping community every single time there was some type of philanthropic event, whether it was cystic fibrosis or um, breast cancer or whatever, we always volunteered, and that type of stuff really became known to me as philanthropic marketing. And when your company becomes known as the good guy, People want to help protect and also support your company. So we have roughly 850 five-star reviews on WeddingWire, and it's kind of a self-marketing mechanism to have that much social proof working for you. I love it. I love you're so 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 short, man. I, I want to hear more. <laughs> Expand a little bit more. I mean, you thir- 35 years in the game in entertainment, and you give give me uh, you know 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well. The reason why is I want to make sure I'm giving you an opportunity as well to ask as many questions as you can in the 10 minutes. I, when I have a guest on, I always want to make sure they're getting uh, as many questions and answers to learn as much as possible. So uh, I know the value of a story, and I'll just say that Absolute was uh, not necessarily the, the beginning name, but we came up. 
Do where'd you go? Oh, I think we lost signal. That happens sometimes when they call from cell phones, guys. Easy Talk Live. We're having technical difficulties. We apologize for the technical difficulties, uh, but we do not go to commercial break because that sucks, and we need all the airtime we can get. So, Frank, hey, where you at? <laughs> yeah, I think we got cut oh, off for a there, second. There he is. Uh, Ken's back. We lost you. Ken, stand on your head. Hold this. <laughs> Well, that's why I like those questions short and uh, answers short because you never know when I'm going to get dropped. <laughs> well, you know, Ken, talk, saying, talk, 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 oh, go ahead. Yeah, please finish. I was saying that uh, the name Absolute actually meant a lot because we were a company that wanted to uh, provide music for all types of occasions. So we wanted to be complete and we wanted to be a company that you could count on and that you would uh, you would know at the end of the event that you could give a five-star review and, re- and refer it. So uh, we came up with Absolute because it meant pure and complete. Okay, so so Ken, talk a little bit about. I mean, you you've been doing this for a long time, and and our listeners that are they're listening right now, I'm sure would 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 want some secret sauce and to kind of learn how and, and some branding tips and and how to how to build their business. And you've you've built your brand as far as the Umbrella Syndicate. I don't really know too much about the Absolute Entertainment yet, but as far as the Umbrella Syndicate, I've been seeing this for years, and I, I remember and I, I remember looking at your logo, and I keep thinking Resident Evil. Okay, yeah. I, I, Subconscious from subconsciously from yeah. So go ahead, talk talk to us. Well, we wanted a, a company that was going to be a bit controversial, and we wanted to turn it into the opposite of what you think think it is. Because obviously, uh, the Umbrella Corporation was Resident Evil is more of a turn people into zombies, and we wanted to be the opposite. We wanted to turn zombies into people. We wanted to bring people that don't necessarily know that they can have hope and give them hope. So that was the idea of the Umbrella Syndicate. But in both cases, I didn't know this in the beginning, but. When you decide to open a business up, just like you would know this, Eric, is you have to decide what level you're going to play. Are you going to play the price game? Are you going to play the quality game? Or are you going to play the exceptional game, like the highest level? And so with the Umbrella Syndicate, I, I decided to go only work with one percentile people, people that were even in the 1% of the 1% type people. Because if you work with those type of people, they're typically influential. They're typically connected to other influencers. And if you do the job you say you're going to do, you go on a very quick ride to uh, having your brand associated with excellence. So that, that's the number one thing I would recommend to your listeners, whether you're in the entertainment game or not, make sure your brand is a strong brand that's connected to excellence. And you can only do that when you're actually working with the best people. And fortunately or unfortunately, um, you have to prove yourself each time. So when you're working with excellent people, you have, to, you have to provide the service sometimes because they don't need your service. You have to provide it. And when you provide it and they're, uh, they're impressed with it, then they refer you, and that's where the business comes in. Okay, yeah, Eric, okay. Uh, I, I had a question for Ken. Uh, Ken, from a business standpoint of view, obviously you're very, very adept uh, whatnot in the entertainment, and, and, and your business application is really impressive. We're building uh, basically a group called uh, Easy Way Broadcasting Affiliate, right, uh, where we're bringing mm-hmm. in uh, notoriety names, incredible uh, uh, people that are joining this particular group. How important is that relationship piece in business today? What do you think? I think it's a make or break. Uh, if you have the right type of people affiliated and associated with your business, it's going to scale. And when you have the wrong kind of people or you don't have those people in place, you're going to have to do a lot of extra work. And it may, it may be that you're the second place person because the other person does get those people. So Ken, let's go into branding, okay? Let's. I mean, we're we're two branding people here, and and uh, you've built a great team, you know. And and so, what do you do from 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 top to bottom, from A to Z, when you are helping on a branding, social media perspective? I mean, that's what you guys do, right? You help on branding exactly. and social media. Okay. So, and your version, what what's branding to you? 
branding to me is making sure that your the the logo and the look that you are trying to achieve has a meaning that people resonate with. So uh, when the Umbrella Syndicate is connected with We Amplify Goodness, we want to make sure that people that are holding that card up or that, uh, that we're taking pictures of and putting our logo in the photos, that those people are willing to share and like the, the pictures and the company because they actually see that we're about, we're about the safeness and the goodness and the excellence that we say we're going to be. That's good. I think it's, I think it's important that when you create a brand that you really wear it proudly and that you associate your brand in every single opportunity you can. And uh, I see so many people that have a powerful brand, but they, it's like being an author and forgetting your book when you go to an event. It's, it should be So then worn. basically do it the easy way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're very good at making sure your brand is very visible. And, 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 you know, it's all about frequency. If people don't see your brand often enough, your brand is forgotten. If your brand yep. is seen. Repetitiveness. And that's one of the things I actually love. Because, I mean, you, you branded your brand, uh, Umbrella Syndicate, to a subconsciously familiar, you know, millions and millions of dollar movie, Resident Evil. I mean, right. everybody's going to familiarize themselves with that brand because they remember Resident Evil. And that's really the smart way of doing branding as well, is working with something that's already familiar to have a similarity to that familiar, familiar, familiar help me, familiarity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help me, know, listeners. Familiarity should be a, familiarity. Familiarity should be a word. <laughs> that's a hard word to say familiarity familiar <laughs> that's funny well okay. I, I think uh, you, you knocked it out with the uh, easy the easy way because everyone says that and you can say thank you for using the name of my brand well a lot of people use the word umbrella and a lot of people these days because of the world of collaboration we say let's put things under the umbrella and so uh, I, I like the fact that our company has is that name is used so much and they actually think of us they say, oh, I didn't mean to say the name of your company. I'm like, oh, by all means, please do. Please do. Because <laughs> exactly, our shortening yes. is Umbrella. By all means, exploit. Use it as much as you can, <laughs> as long as you give me a hashtag out of it, right? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you something that's interesting, though. That I thought umbrellas, because uh, I like six things in, in, uh, in business a lot. They were photography, DJing, production, publishing, uh, consulting, and then also... Uh, what was it? <laughs> Production. And so those six things we put under the umbrella because those are six verticals we had. And I didn't know how hard it was to find a six-piece, uh, six-sided umbrella. They're eight sides. And that's actually what Resident Evil's is. If you look at their, they have eight sides, we have six. They have red and white. We have gray and blue. And so, and I, I say that they play a virtual game. We play a reality game. So <laughs> it's... Uh, that's cool. <laughs> And by the way, guys, it's uh, time for Easy Way Fam Spotlight. Shout-outs to Jennifer Voorhees from New York, the Bronx. I love the Bronx, man. Rumble in the Bronx, baby. Jackie Chan, all the way. Shout-outs to Jennifer. She's been such a loyal fan and such a loyal supporter. We appreciate Jennifer. All right, Ken, back to you. Um, so, yeah, and, and your branding is great, And but let's talk about team building. All right? I, I'm looking on, I looked at YouTube, and I noticed that you have a great team. And how did you build that team? How did you meet them? What advice would you have for our listeners in team building? Well, I find people that are looking for a break and that have talent, and I believe in them, and then I give them opportunity, and I treat them like family, and I include them in opportunities as if it was an opportunity for me. So I, I put myself second to them and I, I put a lot of events together to honor them and to invite them to bring their family and friends to the company. So that's probably the best way to explain it is just making sure there's involvement, connection, appreciation. 
And Ken, what do you think would would make to people that don't know about Umbrella Syndicate? What what would make Umbrella Umbrella Syndicate stand out to a user that hasn't heard about? It? Why would they want to get involved with you guys? What makes you stand out above the, above the rest? You know, a lot of people may not be able to use us, quite frankly, because we are really geared towards helping people that really want to make a difference in the world. So we really focus on event planners. We focus on people that want to become authors. We focus on people that are speakers and want to have more platforms. So it's not that we're shunning the rest of the world. Quite frankly, the rest of the world is helping support these people through the viral campaign. So um, the people that are at the events get the value. If you think about this, most people that go to an event, they don't know where the photos are the next day. They don't really get the praise for attending an event that's either a good cause or whatever. And we make sure every single person that we take a picture of, they see the photo we took of them and we tell them, hey, this photo will be on the event page for this event tomorrow. And we commit to it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a, full, it's a full game for everyone, for everyone to actually play in. Talk about the processing, you know, it, it, the behind the scenes, because being in your shoes, really, really in your shoes in the same way. I want people to understand what goes into the processing and what goes into the behind the scenes <clears throat> of getting content up. Well, it's, it's pretty ridiculous, actually, and that, that was a really good question because when I started this five and a half years ago, believe it or not, back then, if you had a photographer come to the event, you just looked at that photographer and said, okay, well, I guess I'll never see those photos. And <laughs> a lot of times these photographers that were doing these events, they were there paid or not paid, but usually paid to do a full story event. And I decided to create a new system. The system was a guerrilla marketing tactic that had a lot to do with social media. And so we developed a term called social media photographers. And what we would do is if we had an event that was four hours, we would send four photographers in. One would go for one hour, one would go for the second hour, one would go for the third hour, and one for the fourth hour. So they were coming back in shifts and and working on the photos. And they each had a, a time slot they were supposed to get the photos completed within 24 hours to three days out. And that way the viral campaign would be boosted again and again and again. So we live off of uh, the viral campaigns as a marketing mechanism for our page. I would say we have roughly a half million dollars a year going to our Facebook page and marketing. Mm, mm, very, very, very. That, that's some great info. That's strong, guys. That's, that's a, so so I'm, I, here's what I'm picturing, Ken. The Umbrella Syndicate, the easy way. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, well, you know, you seriously, ima- imagine if you and I were to get together for a client. Would that not be oh. dangerous? Yeah, it'd be insane. I'll just share one more thing with you is that our first investment for the Umbrella Syndicate was spending almost, I think it was about $11,000 on uniforms. We bought every every kind of uniform you'd want to wear, a casual uh, dress. So if it was a black and white Mm -hmm. event, uh, a Mm -hmm. black tie event, we had our guys in black shirts with the Umbrella Syndicate. It was interesting, but I was never known. I was never known as the person behind the Umbrella Syndicate. All they saw was that Umbrella symbol and say, oh my gosh, you work for the Umbrella Syndicate? Because if people saw that emblem, they knew the photos were up the next day. I mean, it was just our code. Okay, Ken, I got to scold my co-host for a second. Hey, you need to mute the phone when you're clearing your throat, Frank. What you thinking? Like right, right in the middle of his conversation. What are you, what are you thinking, man? No, I, Ken, back to you. Um, th- that's, no, that's, that's very important, actually. And that's part of branding. You know, and, and I've noticed right. that about you guys. People don't realize the value of, ha- of the ambiance of a brand that is established coming to their event and how much more draw that brings in and how much more after effect that happens. See, I always tell people, Ken, it's not about the event. It's about what happens after the to the event, the domino effect to the next event. Would you agree? 
Totally. In fact, uh, you're one of the few people that actually understands this because if they did understand it, quite frankly, not what we're doing uh, would be needed at, at every event. They would have everyone do this. That would just be the important thing that everyone have to do. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. We could be unstoppable because you're the photo, we the video. It's over. Yeah, I mean, we we. I mean, and I got about ten events we're going to talk about, man. I got I got some some real fun stuff. So so Ken, let's get into uh, and guys, remember that. Remember what we just said. I'll write that down. Let it stick into your head. It's not about the event. It is about the event. I should say it's not just about it's not just about the event. It's more about what hits on Google, what happens afterwards, and and really the buildup of the content to what you're pitching to sponsors and to the 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 goal that you have for the next event because that's how you make more money. All right. So so Ken, let's go into your um, keep smiling movement. Your keep smiling project. I want I want the insights. I do my research. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you do. I just want to say real quickly to clean up that last part is the event is as small as one to ten percent because what you do with the marketing of it and what you do with the viral cam- campaign afterwards can perpetuate your brand in that event and the, and the perception of that event probably ten times, if not thirty or forty times bigger. So you're you're totally on point with that comment. And I have a book that I want to invite you to be a part of because. I didn't, I didn't know you were so strong in video, and I'm glad to find that out. And I have a book called Eye Candy, The Art of Marketing Photo and Video, and I'm by no means a videographer or do we play in that game because it's just a whole different game. Someone sees me with my camera, and they go, hey, can you do video too? And I'm like, yeah, that's not the same. That's like asking a, uh, you know, a, a racquetball player if they play tennis. It's Ken, just a whole Ken, let, let, me, let, me, let me school you for a second here. All right, let me tell you how strong in video that we are. Um, not to brag or anything, but we've been doing video for about 12 years. That's the, the, the scope of our, of our business, which is content creation and distribution. But it's interviews, awesome. it's B-roll. I mean, we have a team of uh, probably five or six people who do the editing. But our syndication and our distribution is 650 channels, millions of viewers, 77 million a month. We have a studio in Los Angeles. I mean, we're... We're the go-tos when it comes to video production at events and then distribution. And we actually have an event channel that we're creating that specifically is made to highlight and feature events to get them business. So in this schooling, you're basically telling me that my eye candy book, which is my 19th book, coming out on the marketing of art and uh, the art of marketing photo and video, that you would be happy to help me with the video content and the aspect of that event. I think we should. We we definitely need to talk about it. If if you're you're crediting me in that book and and uh, money's right to. and all that stuff, we're gonna we're gonna talk. I mean, I'd, I'd be honored to work with you, Ken. You've been doing your thing for a long time. I'm I'm not trying to put you on a pedestal for for too much, but I've followed your career for a long time, as you have mine, and it's it's all God's timing on when when we're supposed to get together. And by the way, Ken, why did you end up contacting me? I mean, I, we've been friends on Facebook, or we've been around each other at events. We've seen each other. We've seen each other on social media for years, but all. All of a sudden, recently, we're now connecting. What, what, what was that thing that made you want to contact me? Well, I think Frank was uh, one of the primary aspects. But we started working with some of the same people, and you started having some of the same guests on your show that I was actually calling to have on my show, so I knew it was time to talk. There you go, exactly. So there you go, guys. That's a tip for you as far as how you get to you know bigger level networking and things like that. Similarities. Work with the same type of people, and and all it is really, guys, is is networking on social media. Really taking the time to meet people, not just posting and and exploiting and advertising your own stuff, but actually get to know people on on social media. So so Ken, let's go into your smiling project. You tried to avoid my question. Back to my question: the Keep <laughs> Smiling Movement. <laughs> What's going on? Well. The- the Key Smiling Movement is going to be in that new book. So the Key Smiling Movement is a card that I 
was giving to people like Frank and just honoring them for how they create smiles in the world. And I started finding I had so much content of influencers and leaders. I said, you know what, why not make a book that memorializes these people and also keeps the, the brand of Keep Smiling reminding people that when you choose to smile, you shift in the universe positivity. And so the book is called Keep Smiling Shift Happens. And no matter how bad a day you're having, if you decide you're going to smile, you will shift out of that bad stuff that you were attracting into the good stuff. And Frank is just one of the most amazing people. And when he held the card, he actually became an ambassador. I mean, he never said officially he was an ambassador, but he put the card in his hat. I mean, he was just constantly using that, that, that picture for his Facebook. It dawned on me that, you know, there's a lot of people buying into the fact that there's a, that we need people to actually remind people to smile and we, we need to remind ourselves to smile. So it's, it's a very simple campaign. It's nothing crazy, but it has really, uh, it's really made me think about how not only important smiling is, but how important a brand is. If you think about branding a smile, no one will not hold a card up that says smile. And that blows me away. I mean, yeah, I can yeah. the most famous person in the world and say, hey, will you hold this card up? Can you smile? And they're like, yeah, sure. But if I said, can you hold up this Coca-Cola? It makes life happy. And they'll be like, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. Exactly. you're right. You're, you're right. I, I did a campaign with Visa when I was uh, you know, messing around with a uh, situation with that. And I had all my celebrity friends holding the Easy Way Visa card. It was, it was like a kind of a, a pre-sample situation. And 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 they didn't mind because they they knew about the brand. They they you know they were my friend and uh, they didn't mind holding it up. But it, yeah, if you come to somebody and say, hey, do you want to hold the Sprite bottle? They're not stupid, <laughs> you know. And and right. so you're you're right. And and we actually we definitely need to talk on that that particular project because we have something big going on with Mastercard. That uh, thank you to Frank. You by the way, guys, if you're wondering, Frank. Hellring is my co-host, all right? And we're talking about Frank Shankwitz, the creator of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So when Ken is saying Frank, 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 he's talking about Frank Shankwitz, which I, I sit on the board of with the Speakers Coalition, and I met Frank at the – I actually – I met Frank Shankwitz at Ascent Expo probably about six, seven years ago at the uh, Los Angeles Convention Center. He uh, he spoke on, on one of the stages that we were all a partner of. We were all part of this big event. And then I ended up seeing him again thanks to Allison uh, Hildebrandt Larson. And, and here's another tip for you guys, you know. A lot of the progression that you're going to get in your career is going to be because of a middle person. Don't ever forget of that. Forget about that middle person. Till till the day I die in the speaking world, I will give, be giving props and credit to Allison Hildebrandt Larson, the Speakers Coalition, because that door was really open to us by Allison. And you know, and and same thing. You know, Frank Hellring brought us to this gentleman that's a distributor for Mastercard. We're doing a big thing with you know Ken. We got to talk about this because your your Keep Smiling campaign combined with Mastercard to give back to nonprofit. I think we got a conversation there. You know, um, and beautiful. so so so. That's the smiling. I love the Keep Smiling project. So, uh, so what about the social proof? Viral, you, you keep saying viral campaigns. What are people that are listening? I mean, we have the baby boomer market. We got the millennial market. Uh, what if people don't know what viral campaigns mean? You know, how how do they perpetuate more successful influencers? How do you use a viral campaign to get benefits from? Well, we'll we'll start off with everyone knows what social is, and that's just things that people talk about. But a lot of people, even though they know what the word proof is, they don't literally use it to their benefit. For instance, if you have someone that's just killing it on the stage and everyone is cheering, they're like, this guy is fantastic, but you go and Google them and they're just, you know, no engagement or you don't know which uh, platform to find them on because they're barely on anything. It's just like you're, you're forgetting that you have two lives to live. And one life is your proof of what you're doing and that shows up on social media. So 
the mm-hmm. viral part of it is having a conversation with your audience and saying, hey, if I gave you value, and by the way, I have this social media photographer over here, so-and-so, so-and-so, and we have easy way of putting the video up, and they're going to be doing this on my page, and you can come see tomorrow. We're going to have something there for you. Would you please share if you like this message? It's really getting an audience to, to support you at a different level, not just in their seat. Yeah, yeah, that, that's definitely a good explanation of it. I mean, guys, and, a great example of going viral would be the Ice Bucket Challenge, if you remember that. Coming totally. up with a concept and a piece of content that people want to share, uh, you know, benefit language, and, and it's, it's all a matter of content. It really, really can. It starts with content. But it's, it's, it's what exactly. type of content are you creating and is it content that people want to share that they want to get involved with? And, you know, that's where, con- you know, professionals and experts come in and, on how to produce content that actually can go viral. And that's kind of where we come in. We're content creators and we also do the app development, the website stuff, the SEO stuff. We can do anything editing-wise, you know, and, and we, we have the team. It took me a long time and, and I got a studio now. Yay! I've been working <laughs> so hard. Uh, I got a studio now in Los Angeles and we're going to build, you know, I mean, we're going to have live shows and we're partners with Voice America as well. So we'll be bringing in the Voice America hosts to come into our studio and do their thing. I actually, I don't know if you know, Ken, I'm a, I'm a channel owner. I have a channel on Voice America TV. So if you go on Voice America, you didn't know that or you did know that? I did. I did it because I do my research, young man. Oh, okay. You did your research. There you go. That, that <laughs> shows you're professional. I love it. And so, yeah, we do have a channel on Easyway. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, VoiceAmerica.tv, and and I'm also a, a partner of the Influencers Channel, which you have a show on. And so, yeah. so we, it's all about collaboration. And you know, I'd love to talk, Ken, a little bit more about competition versus collaboration, because some people that that's listening to this right now, they may think like. Man, why would Eric take someone that's competition to his company and put him on his radio show for all of his clients and customers and 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 members and and followers to to hear what this guy does? It sounds like he does the same thing. You could think of it that way, or you could think of well, there'd be a great collaboration here because there's two different, completely different brands. You focus more on photo, we focus more on video, and we can we can share the pie. You can always rev share. Would you agree? I don't just agree. I, I think it's necessary. I think if you're really phenomenal at what you're doing, you're probably leaving a lot of things that could be partnered with. And I, I am not good with content. I am not good with the details, the sales funnels, the analytics. I mean, a lot of stuff. What we do is we provide this for people. We're, we're a plug-in to most organizations. So mm-hmm. collaboration is what we need. And going back to what you said earlier about content, uh, we don't we don't actually create it in one sense. We we provide it, but we don't really create it in that we're more about interested in the dis, uh, the viral distribution. That's what we get excited about. Well, there it is. You well, know, Ken, uh, you're yeah. really hitting on something that we're really, fo- we're really focused on in easy way business. Everybody knows in business what B2B means, right? But when you right. say to a business owner today, particularly small guys, you know, you say B2C, I mean, I've gotten the answers, oh, that's business to competition, right? You know, I put my <laughs> hand on my you know, forehead and I go, boy, i got a lot of work to do here. <laughs> you just hit on something that is incredible. You said collaboration versus competition. If you take a look at most business owners, no, out there, I, they I can't, said collaboration you know, versus competition. Why, why, are why are you trying to take my credit away, Frank? Why are you trying to take my credit away? That was me. I want my credit. Dang it! What's wrong with you? <laughs> the bottom line here, guys, is <laughs> that most business owners look at their customer base like it's inside Ford Knox, back to Goldfinger, right? Why is that attitude out there today, Ken? Why won't they release? Well, it's scarcity and fear. I don't think there's another thing that would actually answer that better is that people are in their little 
zone. They don't understand that if they don't get out of that zone that they're actually not going to per- perpetuate abundance. So if you live in scarcity, you actually attract it, and so you prove it, and then you go, you jump up and down and say, see, I'm so glad I didn't collaborate because I proved that this doesn't work. But if you're in an abundance mindset, the, the, as Eric definitely is, you reach out to people because you know that you're comfortable with what you're doing, that you can bring value to a partner. And that's the real thing. If you can bring value to a partner, partnerships make sense. If you can't bring value to partners and you're going to take from them, then you're probably correct that it won't work and you probably will both lose. There it is. That's great, great advice. I always say win-win. It's all about a win-win, yep. and and here's my win. Where's yours? Yeah, me and Frank have this little game. Can um, you know, we'll cl- we'll do. We have this Easy Way Business, <clears throat> Easy Way Business affiliate uh, uh, program, and it's three hundred dollars a month, and it's this this thing that we do. And so I'll close one, and then Frank's got to close one, and we'll go like who can close more within that within that month, you know. And 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 we make it a game. You know, do you do that? Do you do you kind of create fun ways of making money? And and can you share with some of the things that you do with our with our audience if you do? Well, we, we do as a team, we talk about what events that they can find that they get to go to. And when they go to these events, they get to actually be the first, they, they get to be the person that gets to get all the leads out of that event. So people volunteering to do an event that wouldn't necessarily make a lot of money, anyone that calls from that event, they get to do the work in that event. So that's, that's one of the ways we have, I think it's what, a what Speaking of money, what, what suggestions would you have to the listener they may not have a lot of money or any money to get started, but they want to be an entrepreneur. Well, I think putting yourself, getting your mindset of how you get to the 1% and look at what things you do that would be three unique selling propositions. What are you going to do three things that are different that you could actually just tell people and they go, wow, that is actually better or that's different. I would like to check that out. And then I think writing a, a plan that actually could turn into a book puts you in a different position. A lot of people that are in their business if they wrote a book, they, they could actually tout that they're probably the only one in their industry that wrote a book. That, and, and people that read that book are being educated how to work with you. So I think those are a couple of great ways to uh, do that. And it doesn't cost that much money to do those things. That's good advice. Uh, so, all right, let's 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 get in. we got 10 minutes left on, on the show. But remember, guys, you guys can call in at uh, 866-472-5788 if you have any questions for Ken. Uh, this is the Q&A part of the show if you want to call in and you have any questions for any of our experts. And, Ken, if you want to stay with us, we, we do this thing called uh, uh, Q&A Tank. So if you want to be one of our one of our easy way experts, we'd love to love love to have you. But I know you're a busy guy and you might need to go. But if you can stay, we're going to have Ron Klein coming on and we'll make it a party. Um, but cool. so 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 what I want to ask you, Ken, I completely lost my train of thought. It's going to come to me. I swear. Uh, I hate when you, I hate when that happens. You, I had a perfect question. It was so ready to go, and then I I just knocked myself off a track. Um, so let's go into your, your, your book, okay? You have a book, and you said that you wanted to have me, me being involved. I'd love to support you. Um, do you have any, any giveaways? Or you want to you do anything, give away some people with some books and sign some things? I mean, can we, give some, some, can we get something going, some engagement with the fans? You know, let's get some, some Umbrella Syndicate, the Easy Way stuff going on. What do you think? Of course. So uh, the electronic version, the ebook of Key Smiling, as many as you want, and then I can send you a, a couple copies of different books that I've enjoyed writing and, and bringing to events, and I can send them to you so you can give them away in future shows. I love it. There it is. Um, and so speaking of future shows, we have the Flicks for Chains Film Festival where Frank is going to be coming in one day. I'll be honoring him with my award. I think this will be the big one that we can have. You know, Umbrella Syndicate doing their thing, Easy Way doing its thing. People will, will see it. You're going to you gonna be there? Um 
November 12th through the 15th. Do you think you can fly out for it? I think I can. Awesome. We're glad to have you. So, all right, I remember what I was going to say. All right, here we go. So you have a show on Voice America, Ken. It's on uh, the Influencers Channel, and it's called Amplified. Tell us about it. It is a compliment to the uh, the Key Smiling uh, movement and, and also the company itself. is It's about amplifying goodness. So we, we bring our international uh, leaders and influencers, and then we also bring local influencers. So we, we have a nice blend. We, we give, obviously, most of the show to the the international and national influencers and we just give like a five minute spotlight to a local person just so that we balance the show as i said and we talk about events that were were we just attended so that people can follow those events on social media and we talk about events that are upcoming much like you're doing on your show i you know you were talking about viral earlier and uh, mm-hmm. we stepped to the next word which was campaign and i found that that is the number one reason people have uh big challenges with their social media there if you go to most facebook pages they're not only rather dead, but they're, <clears throat> they're not worth visiting. And so you really need to think about what kind of campaign are you going to do that would last nine months and how, you, how many frequencies you'd be committed to so that your page is constantly getting not only great content, but that you're, you're feeding the people that are following your page so that it can actually tip later. And I find that the word campaign is, uh, is a word that's not used a lot in business. And the word, if you break it down, is it's the, it's the, consistency of frequencies that cause the integrity of your brand. Hmm, say that again. I like that. Consistency of frequencies that cause the integrity of your brand. Right. So if something happens again and again and again, and it's consistent, then you can count on it. And if you can count on it, it has integrity. And if it's integrity and it's associated with your brand, you just built your brand. It's all That's about consistency. All right. So, Ken, right. Uh, it's time to spill your secret sauce. We make all of our experts do do this, or we ask them ask them to. Uh, you're pretty good at social media, would you say? I'm all right. Yeah. So, so in in groups, let's just f- focus on one category. What's maybe three tips that you could give somebody that has a Facebook group to to grow their business? Well, groups are something I'm actually a little newer at, and I just constantly add people at a meeting to the group so they're learning about my business. Okay, what, do you, what, do you, what would you consider yourself kind of an expert on on social media? I want to stick with I would say I would say business pages. Okay, so let's say business pages, a like page, so a fans page, which is a business page. So three tips of success a, on a business page that would help to advance you know, their, their success, advance their business. Number one is do not post business on your personal page. Only put it on your business page and share it not only to your personal page, but try to get between five and ten strategic partners that would agree to do the same so that you can break the algorithm. That's number one. Number two is whenever you meet people, try to get a picture of them if you want to do business with them and post that on your business page and give them a shout-out on your business page share and then tag them so that they see that you're interested in them and you're giving them a shout-out. The third thing is no matter what you're doing in life that has – relevance and importance, whether you're um, speaking on a stage or you're hiring a social media photographer, you're hiring an easy way, make sure that content goes on your page within 24 hours so you can actually say on a stage or say to people, you'll see this on my page, my business page tomorrow. Always be able to commit to tomorrow. I love it. That's great advice. Thank you for uh, those, that little secret sauce. Our, our, our dinner our, should taste better now. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to consider that A1 steak sauce right there. That was some good tips. Um, so, so, Ken, you've been awesome. We're gonna, we're, we've got about five more minutes left, so if there's anything in particular, any shout-outs you want to do, your friends or family, uh, your, your kids, your, fa- your, your, your fans, uh, your, your, your team, 
Uh, we try to take the last uh, bit of, of the segment for, for you and shout out some support and love because uh, without your team, you really can't do, do too much. So go ahead and think about everybody that you want to thank. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, 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 the airwaves are yours. Well, first of all, God bless you for that. That is very smart. The most important part of any book is the acknowledgement and dedication section because it's your time where you can actually give gratitude. So my first person I would give gratitude to would be my son because he's my boss. He's the kid that I'm actually, he's four years old. He's the kid that I'm, mm. I want to raise to be a leader. And I, I live to be that person so that when he looks up to me, he can say, that's what I want to be like. And then my wife who puts up with this entrepreneurial and as you said, <laughs> your, <laughs> your coin word for entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Right? Entrepreneur. Thank you. And she, and so I, because you're mixing entertainment and you're mixing the entrepreneurial, um, this, I'm, a, I'm more of a serial entrepreneur. She tolerates that, and you can imagine how much that is to tolerate. I have mm-hmm. uh, people at Greg Reed with Secret Knock and Frank Shankowitz and my team that is uh, just phenomenal at making sure that when I can't handle all the events that they are going out there in, in my stead. And my dad, and specifically my mom, who believes in me, and although she's not with us anymore, um, I'm reminded every day how important it is for someone to believe in you. Oh, well, that's awesome! Yeah, of course, man. That we have something in common. My my mom is no longer with us anymore, and and uh, yeah, they're always they're looking down upon you, man. They're they got their hand on their on your shoulder. You just can't feel it. Uh, so hey, let me ask you one more question, Ken, before we go to break. What point in your career do you think that you progressed to the next level, and how did you get there? I think it's in the last six months. I have really learned that. This is a sad thing to say, but it's, it's a big breakthrough for me. I was, I was really about making sure every single person I was working with and, and helping, uh, it didn't matter what budget they had or um, honestly even how committed they were to it. And so money is a real reflection of how committed you are to something. And when you work for free with too many people, you actually become um, a slave to their, not even dream, but to their, their timetable. And so you just have to be careful to when you commit to the top 1% people that you actually make sure you're being compensated with their commitment as well and that you're in partnership mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. I love it. Great. Yeah, this has been a great interview, um, Ken. It's been a lot of fun. I think we got some good, great information, guys. You know, please post your comments at Easy Talk Live. You know, tweet me at Eric Zuli on Twitter. Uh, Ken, you know, go ahead and tell them your social media so they know how to follow you as well. The Umbrella Syndicate uh, website, same as it's spelled there, and Facebook, and then Ken Rashawn, I have a business page and a personal page. 202-701-0911 is my phone number. Wow, he gave his number to you guys. Maybe make sure you're writing that one down or press rewind, I swear. So, all right, Ken, so stick with us if you want, guys. This is uh, Easy Talk Live on Voice America World Talk Radio. I am with Frank Hellring, our co-host here, and we're going to be coming up going into the CEO savvy part of the show, guys. This is a really fun part. This is the business side. You gotta know how to advance your business, how to how to build your brand, how to get money, how to how to network. Uh, I mean, this is all the business side of the show. This is gonna be so amazing, and we got one of the business of the business entrepreneurs coming on, guys. Ron Klein, the creator and the the, the inventor of the, of the magnet strip on the credit card, which everybody in the world uses. I mean, that's incredible. This is gonna be so much fun, guys. I'm Eric Zuli for Easy Talk Live on Voice America World Talk Radio. Shout out to Voice America. We love Voice America and. Uh, 
uh, Ken, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised I haven't been on your show yet, but maybe when you come back, you tell them what date I'll be on your show. And uh, Frank, you've been great. You guys have been a great audience. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we got CEO Savvy the easy way. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey there, Easy Way fam and those who want to be a part. Are you a small business owner out there that wants to monetize his customer base? Brought to you by TrueMedic.com, the CEO Savvy segment is coming up next. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're back on Easy Talk Live, Voice America, World Talk Radio. The moment you've been waiting for, we have the CEO Savvy segment CEO Savvy segment on Voice America World Talk Radio. And man, I am just so happy and blessed and to announce this guest. I need some theme music behind me here. We need to get get uh, get ready to roll. Man, guys, we got Ron Klein, an extraordinary man who's accomplished extraordinary things. He's a problem solver for every solution. And it's resulted in monumental change, either in a new invention or a simple solution, all right? His innovative ideas have changed the world. He is the inventor of the magnet strip on the credit card, the credit card uh, validity, I can never pronounce it, validity, system checks, and the developer of the uh, computerized systems for real estate, MLS, multiple listing services, voice response for the banking industry, and bond um, uh, bonds and, and trade and information in New York Stock Exchange. I mean, Ron's latest patent is for the device that enables visually impaired person uh, for persons the ability to identify an item when it is in physical range of that item. It utilizes a smartphone and special coded adhesive labels and it's envision. ELI.com. Guys, Ryan is, is a strategic advisor, consultant, mentor, problem solver, and speaker. He's been at Huffington Post, CBS TV, uh, Forbes Inc. It goes on and on. Without further ado, let's welcome to the show, doing it the easy way, Ron Klein. Wow, Eric, that sounded so good. Hello, and thank you so much for having me on your show. And I, I think Frank is also with you, so I want to thank Frank also for having me on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Ron, welcome to Easy Talk, CEO Savvy. 
Yeah, well, Ron. Thank I, you. And you, I appreciate you, know, you it was such a delight. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. It was such a delight. I've been listening for the last hour with Ken on. Ken's a good friend. And, you know, he really satisfies my motto of saying, I learn something new every day, and I certainly learned a lot from him just listening this last, this last hour. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad that, I mean, that's, I, I love hearing that, Ron. I really do. When people get something from the show, when they take something from it, and we'll be bringing Ken on after we interview you and bring, bring you on, because uh, we're going to have our, our um, Q&A tank and, and doing, doing our, our panel uh, the thing that we do. But, I mean, I also want to say thank you to Eric Swanson, by the way, guys. Remember I told you before in the show, always give credit where credit is due. Always give props where you need to give props to, to the thank the middle person. Eric Swanson does the Habitude Warrior conferences. And I mean, he's a, he's a celebrity. He's an influencer himself in the business world, in the speaker world. And I would not know Ron if it hadn't been for Eric directly introducing us on the phone because I was telling Eric about my visa deal at the time. And he was like, hey, you need to meet this guy, Ron. And, and me and Ron just became friends. And Arlene, I love your wife. I love your wife, oh, Ron. Thank I mean, you. I I, I'm stealing hers for one of my social media teams. She's a she's a beast on social media. She knows what, what I should. What's wrong with you, Eric? You just she called is, Ron. You know what? You just called Ron Klein's wife in, a beast. I'm so sorry, she's Ron. She's incredible. My <laughs> wife is incredible. I've been married to her for going on 58 years on mm. September 27th, and she is the social media queen. I couldn't live without her. She's yeah, incredible. And she, and, you know, what I love, though, is she really keeps in touch with you, and that's so important. She keeps in touch with you as you're doing things. She's very interactive, very engaging. And so I want to let anybody know that's listening to the show that may have media themselves. You get a lot more than just Ron Klein on your show. You get his wife, and she's very strong in, in promotions, and I'm sure a lot of the Ron Klein fans are listening right now. So thank you to your fans and to all the all the supporters of the Ron Klein world that's listening to the show. We're glad to have you on. Ron, I mean, I don't even know where to start. You've done so much. I mean, re- I'd love to start with this new article that just came out on Fox or something like that. I just saw this recent article that was talking about you and your wife. Well, yeah, that was in Forbes. She absolutely Forbes. is part of my team. Uh, I mm-hmm. couldn't do it without her. And we have we wrote an article together with uh, with the editor, and it was all about social media and the advantages of it and disadvantages and so on and so forth and how to use it. And so, you didn't interview uh, me? You talked about social media and you left me out? Shame on you, Ron. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and basically a lot of people say to me, you know, geez, Ron, you're, you're a, an inventor. That's terrific. And I, I always correct them and I say, I'm really not an inventor. I'm an innovator because mm. my inventions just solve problems. So I solve problems by simplifying things and getting people to understand how to simplify and and understand what they already know. So I love that's, it. Well, speak, that's my plate. Well, speaking of inventing, let's let's go to what uh, I mean. You're 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 the inventor of the of the magnet strip on the credit. I mean, I, just thinking about that, how many people in the world are you? I mean, how do you feel? You know, how many people in the world are using a piece of plastic to live their life? And it, and it's all it's because of you. You you made that happen. I mean, you're you're like like. I don't know, like an omen or something. I don't know what to say. Like, that's pretty incredible. <laughs> you know, Eric, it was, it was really a very simple thing because um, I, somebody, a, a, a director of a major department store came to me back in the early 60s. This was in 1966. Mm-hmm. And they said, we have a problem, and we understand that you know how to solve problems. And the problem was that people came in to make a charge purchase, and all they had was that little piece of plastic with their 
name embossed on it and the credit card number embossed on it. And every month the credit card companies would give the merchants a long a book with a long list of negative account numbers that when somebody would come in to make up use that card, they'd have to put it in a little device that would rub it across the little receipt. And the person, the, the merchant, would have to look up the in this long list of, uh, of numbers in a book to see if your credit card number was listed in there, and then they couldn't sell it. So it was a very slow operation. And they said, the problem is, how can we speed it up? And I looked at it, and I said, geez, I, I think that's pretty simple. Just take all those numbers, put it into some kind of memory system. And there was no, there was no PCs in those days, and there, there was no Internet. So there was a memory system, a magnetic drum system, and they said, just put all those numbers in the drum and give the merchant a little keypad and run a cable to that memory system, and he would key in the number. And if it didn't come up on the, on the memory system, the person was good to go. And that, that was the first point-of-sale device. That was the validity checking system. And that's how simple it was. It was just identifying the issue, identifying the problem, and saying what's the given, what's the solution we're looking for. And then to further simplify it, right around that time, I figured, you know, we've got to put some smarts in that little piece of plastic. And reel-to-reel tape recorders had just come out. I don't know if most of your listeners remember those. It was a, two reels of tape, and one, one reel would feed on the other, and you could put music on it, you could put speech, and it would govern the speed. And so it wouldn't sound like Mickey Mouse if you sped it up too much. And if you slowed it down, it would sound like Dracula. So they would control the speed. And I figured, geez, I got a great idea. And just simplifying it, and what I wanted to do is I said, if I could take a little piece of tape, paste it on the back of the credit card, and record the account number on it, and then build a little device that mimicked the tape recorder and made you the motor, where all you had to do was just slide it through that little device that mimicked it, and that was the invention of the magnetic strip on the credit card. I mean, how simple is that? That's incredible. I love it. I mean, I mean, I, every I mean, Brian. Every time I use uh, my PayPal card or my Visa card or any, even my even my I, I don't know if you, if it's the driver's license thing too. I mean, uh, yeah, you, it's the magnet strip on the. Uh, I mean, that's I, I'm I think about you. I mean, that's that. I mean, guys, that's that's just pretty incredible. And so you you you, go ahead. My purpose in life is to to teach people how to think in a very simplistic way as to identify. Well, here's, here's what I really want to say. In order to create and in order to, to help people and in order to be successful, you have to be three things. You have to be smart, daring, and different. And when I say smart, I don't mean a Ph.D. from Harvard. I mean just pay attention. Learn something new every day. Look around you. Know what's going on. And by doing that, I, I listened to Ken on your radio station today. And I'm learning things from him. So you have to be smart, which means learn something. And then you have to be daring. And what's daring? You don't want to be afraid afraid to make a mistake. If you're not making mistakes, you're not learning anything. And if you painted something the wrong color, you change it and you paint it a new color. So that's important. Mm -hmm. And the last thing is to be different. And this is what's most important. You don't try and sell ideas. You sell benefits. Whatever you do has to provide a benefit. Mm. Ideas don't work. 
There you go. That's Eric, you, you couldn't have given me a better lead-in to what I want to talk to Ron about. Hi, Ron. This is Frank Elling. How are you doing? Hi, Frank. How are you? Great. You are an emergence. That, that, I, I keep getting that word in my head. You were an emergence of a technology back in the 60s called the magnetic strip. Now there's an emergence of another technology that's beginning to advent here in the United States. And you, you, you gave me the lead-in, Ron. Smart. It's okay, guys, just get ready. Card. Two are major business that? people are about to go at it right now. I'm, I'm just get your pens and papers ready. This is going to get interesting. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah, uh, are you are you you're familiar with that technology, right, Ron? Absolutely. Smart card. Yep. Okay. Let me let me say there's this. There's been a lot of players that seem to be trying to get traction in that space. There's been one of recent uh, renown called Plastic that uh, basically had been out there, for, I guess, for a couple of years. They did an advanced card sales of about $9 million uh, in advanced card sales. Then they turned around in Chapter 7, the company. But before they did that, they had Bank of America, Chase, and Wells Fargo on board to be able to remarket this particular technology. Uh, you know, it, it's incredible what's going on, and all because, and everyone's saying the same thing, Here's a platform where you can load a credit card, load a debit card, load a rewards card onto this platform. It becomes stealth and basically basically impenetrable from a security standpoint of view. Now, you being inventor at the magnetic strip, how would you look at that, Ron, as far as your magnetic strip being loaded onto that platform? Right, let's look at something. I patented the magnetic strip on the credit card in 1966. In this world of obsolescence, why in the world would something so simple still be around since 1966? Mm. You want to think about that, okay? Mm -hmm. And you know why it's still around? Because it doesn't require energy. And if something doesn't require energy, it doesn't radiate. It's not a little machine. All it is is a simple little piece of tape that has some information on it. The information is not valid until you put it as a motor, you swipe it, through a device that can read that little piece of tape. Now, there was never fraudulence at the point of sale because of the magnetic strip. It was always beyond the point of sale, the man in the middle or at the server or for other, other reasons. It wasn't created right there from the strip. Now, let's talk about any new card or any new device that utilizes a chip. Now, what is a chip? It's a piece of a little computer. And the chip doesn't do anything until you energize it. So when you take a card with a chip, whether it has an algorithm on it and changes the pin number, whatever that algorithm does is supposed to be very good as far as security. But if you take that card and you put it in that new little machine, which happens to be a little slower, what happens when that card goes in? It energizes the little chip. Now, what happens when you energize a little computer? It becomes a transmitter. If I stand behind you with a scanner in my pocket, I can now compromise your card. So I won't say any more, but that's my thought about how do you really simplify something. That's interesting you say that, Ron, because obviously we had that law change uh, where all the merchants in the United States have to comply to the EMV piece, right, of the transactional industry. And I think at last count, it was less than 10% of the merchants across the United States that really complied with this. And now there are liability issues of fraudulent transactions really circling back on them. Could you kind of comment a little bit about, you know, the EMVPs, how that kind of ties into the smart card 
transactionally being globally scoped at the transactional level, and now we're going to be moving towards NFC. Isn't that right? Well, here's, here's the problem. The, the problem is now every merchant that accepts credit cards or accepts any kind of card with a chip has to have a brand-new terminal, a terminal that can read that. Before, mm-hmm. they were utilizing just a very simplistic device that was just a, mim- a device that mimicked a tape recorder. So I, I, wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to comment too much further on that, but uh, let, your, let your thoughts you know, circulate through your head here and think about why did we have to go to that method? What was wrong with the methodology we had before? And it worked fine, and it's very simplistic. And it's, it was utilized in so many different ways, on your driver's license, on hotel keys, on debit cards and credit cards. It's just unlimited because all you're doing is taking a piece of the old, simple technology and applying it. When I did that, I had no idea it was going to affect billions of people. All I was trying to do was solve a problem for this major department store to speed up the process. Well, well I got to... I got to say, Ron, I, th- I think you need to get me and Ken behind you on, on uh, resourcing what you've done. Because imagine if you were to tap into every single person that's a f- that you've affected and everybody that uses a credit card onto your social media. <laughs> that's just beyond. Yep. It hurts, hurts my brain yep. to think about it. Last but not least, Ron, um, Facebook recently, a couple months back, blew up the whole world by announcing basically an alliance or a partnership or relationship with a card named Fuse. Uh, they're basically coming into this smart card arena as well. And I did a little background check on these guys. And I find out it's like two or three Korean guys out of Korea. They got about 1.6 million capital invested in this. And, you know, the issue comes up in my mind that this is an emerging technology. It's a brand new technology. It's a doggone platform that's going to hook into the transactional system globally, worldwide. How important, Ron, is the beta testing of this technology to make sure we work out the hiccups and the bugs before you advent it? You know, I always say that behind every challenge, there's a gift. And the way I solve a problem and the way I look at providing a benefit, I look at it the way we used to solve problems in grade school with word problems. Strip out everything that's unimportant and examine what is the given. What are you working with? What do you have? And most important is what's the solution you're looking for? What is it that you're trying to attempt? And everything else in between is just a journey. That's the minutia. And you, you solve those little challenges along the way. But you still must constantly think about what do I have to work with and what's the solution I'm looking for? And if you examine that carefully and analyze it as an overall project, what's the advantage? And, you know, I'm just letting your listeners think about that. Absolutely. Last but not least, my mother used to date the head guy from Bank AmeriCard. You remember Bank AmeriCard, right, Bob? (laughs) And he put all the Bank Bank AmeriCards into the Vegas casinos. And, of course, you know, we know there was a major change that happened between Bank AmeriCard and another, you know, persuasion out here. And I ask you, Ron, and I promise the listeners this when I put it up on the Easy Way Business, how would you have liked to have been the person who owned the stock in Bank of America before it turned to Visa? Can you imagine how much they'd be worth today, Ron? <laughs> yes. Yes. But again, you know, what is it that we're... When, when you talked about beta testing. 
It's so yes. important to think mm-hmm. about beta testing and all of the things it affects. In other words, do they have that entire solution made? Is the solution there? And, and what is it that they're trying to attempt? I look at the piece of plastic strictly as a device to input data. What would be wrong if we had just put another strip on the card if we needed more data, and that's all we needed, and just run the card through twice? Or look at some way to compress, put in more data. I mean, what is it that we're trying? In other words, when I look at a situation, I say, is it a problem? And if it's a problem, problems are frustrations. So I don't like to think of things as a frustration. I'd call it a challenge. And there's a gift, in my mind, there's a gift behind every challenge. And there's an opportunity. So I look at it and say, what is it that I'm trying to solve? What am I working with? And what is it that I'm attempting to solve? So what does the smart card really do over and above the little piece of plastic that we have now that's an input device with data? So I asked that question of you, Frank. I, I, I see your point, Ron. I, I know where you're going. Um, I, I wish we lived in a safe world today. You know, what I understand as far as the technology is, the doggone cards get loaded on this platform. It becomes stealth, so it protects the consumer. So I think that's probably the driving force behind it. You know, last but not least, Ron, we're going to be forming an advisory board in Easy Way Business. I would dearly love it if you would uh, possibly consent to sitting on that board for us. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. But, you know, what I really want to impress your people with is that I love to teach people how to think in a very simplistic way. Mm. Because every problem I ever solved was just taking it down to its basic roots. After I did the credit card, I came up with, somebody else came to me with a, a, a problem, and, I, and the solution was, how do you build a multiple listing service to provide a solution. And again, I simplified that tremendously, and it came out. Then touch-tone phones came out in the, in the uh, 60s, and the banks needed information, and they wanted every consumer to be able to use their phone as a little input device. And I mm-hmm. created voice response. So you could touch-tone in some, your account number and information into the bank, and then I built a device that would generate voice from the solution or from the information, the bank information that somebody was looking for and come Mm. back in voice. So that was, again, a very simple solution. Um, After that, my career really went tremendous because I started building a lot of equipment and I I took my company public and we had many, many hundreds of employees. And I was reaching a, a retirement age. I was about 34 years old then. And I figured, well, it's time to retire because... A major insurance company came and wanted to buy me out for all the technology. And I figured, well, geez, it's time to retire. That lasted about three weeks after I sold the company. How much can you fish? And I went back to work. And that's when my career really started. That's when I really felt that I could help a tremendous number of people with new innovative ideas. So when people say, well, geez, Ron, you're an inventor, I never classified myself as an inventor. I looked at myself as an innovator. I don't sit in the think tank all day holding my head and saying, what am I going to invent today? I say, if there's a challenge and if there's a need, I'll come up with a solution, simplify mm-hmm. it, come up with a solution, and help someone. And yeah, that's, I, that's my approach. 
I, I love it, Ron. And uh, you're a creator. You're a creator. And I, I love how you're, you're a creator that moves on something. And a lot of times people will come up with an idea, but they don't move. They, they, they talk about it, but they don't walk about it. And I love meeting innovators and entrepreneurs that, that move on things and, and not only create things for themselves, but create things for, ev- for everybody else. And, and everything that I've seen that you've invented has been something to help somebody else. Like, I'd like to talk a little bit about the real estate MLS multi, uh, multiple listing services. We have a lot of real estate people that, that follow, follow Easy Way. Okay. By the way, the word that I use and I live by, if it doesn't provide a benefit, it's not worthwhile doing. It must provide that. a benefit. I love it. So the way it happened in 1967, the National Board of Realtors came and said, we have a, a simple issue. We have people that are, that are going to move from point A to point B, and they have different parameters that they're interested in on that home that they need. It wants to have uh, three bedrooms and two baths, wants to be close to a school, et cetera, et cetera. So all the things, and I figured, okay, what we've got to do is when a realtor comes and puts all of this information into some kind of device, that information wants to be put into a central location, and at that central location, other realtors want to be able to acquire that and uh, put an inquiry in. So I built a little, and this was just before touchstone phones actually came out, but they were playing with that, that touchstone, those touchstone frequencies. I built a little suitcase terminal with an acoustic coupler in it. And what an acoustic coupler is, it was a little cradle that you can dial up the central computer. Remember the old modems? They would go, they would sound like a... You got it. So I built a little acoustic coupler. You dial up the telephone. It was a rotary dial, and you'd be connected to the computer, and then I would put that handset in the acoustic coupler. Then on this little suitcase device, which I put batteries in it, it was battery-operated, I had a whole bunch of thumb-wheel switches, and they would set up as different parameters, uh, close to school, swimming pool, et cetera, et cetera. And then once the computer would connect through that acoustic coupler, I would push a little button that would scan all the thumbwheel switches with the touch tones that are built into the phone. So each touch tone represented a different digit, and those digits would represent a different function. So this little suitcase terminal in a realtor's hands was the device that would input the parameters of a home that was going to be sold, and that would go into the central computer. Then at that time, this was before email and, and PCs, teletypes was a big thing, and I understood teletypes so well. So I took a teletype and put a little keyboard into the teletype that would generate those touch tones, and you could key in the account number that you're looking for because that would be in the computer, and it would print out the multiple listing. So without going into a lot of technical details, it was a simplistic way of point A could communicate with point B, and point B would know everything about the listing that was put in at point A. And that was the invention and the development of multiple listing. Just a simple solution to a problem. It has grown astronomically since then, Mm. but it, it was developed back in 1967. I love it. Wow, 1967. That would make you... No, I'm kidding. All right, so, Ron, this has been... Yeah, I'm only 28, by the way. <laughs> uh, you look You look it, exactly. I mean, look at your look at your wife. I mean, you can't be more than 21, 28. I... All right, so, 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 Ron. Yeah, we got married, I... we got married at uh, six years old. 
Oh, really? <laughs> how, how, did, how did you meet Arlene, by the way, Ron? I'm always curious to hear how people meet each other. Well, it was interesting. I was I was drafted in the service in the 50s, and I went off to Korea. Mm-hmm. When I came back from Korea, I, I also play I play guitar, and I, I'm a mu- kind of a, a pseudo-musician. And I had started a little a music band uh, when I came back from the service, and we were playing at some... Um, um, college gigs and some little parties and things like that and my saxophone player said i've got this cute little chick you gotta take her out (laughs) he said she's really great so i i called her up he introduced me and i met her and she was a charmer she was a little fox i was one it was great (laughs) i asked her out we went out on a date and she wasn't too crazy about me at the time because i played guitar and then I also play upright bass. I love the bass fiddle. So mm-hmm. picture the bass fiddle in my car, sitting on the back shelf with the big uh, keyboard poking in between the two of us in the front seats. Well, I don't think I made a big hit with her. She liked listening when I would, she, I would invite her to these gigs, and she <laughs> would like listening to a, the little band play when we were at these college, the college affairs. But after a while, she said, you know, if we're going to continue to go out, either I go or the bass fiddle goes. So that was a decision. Ooh. Went, <laughs> she became very interested in me. And um, in 1959, she became my beautiful little wife. Oh, I and, love uh, it. Here we are. You know, Outstanding. Ron, I'm looking for... Ron, uh, Ron may I I'm, say thank you for your service <laughs> in the Korean War. We always honor our veterans. We have a lot of veteran clients and whatnot. And thank you so much. Well, All thank right, you. I, I was in the. I, I made it as far as Incheon, and then unfortunately, I didn't get much further. But um, they took care of me in the mash unit, and I'm back here to talk about it, so everything's fine. All right, Frank. Last time I checked, this was my show. Don't interrupt, uh, interrupt me like that. I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me finish what I was trying to error. say. I, 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 you killed my train of thought. I had a real good. Oh yeah. Okay. Thank you. I remember. All right. So, Ron, <laughs> um, you have. So, so I'm right now. I'm in. I'm in transition right now of 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 finding that balance. You know what I mean? And then entrepreneurial. You know, constant. You know, never stopping. You know, trying to keep your business going and and keep your your team happy and keep your clients happy. And you know what that's like. How how do you find the balance? You know, what what do you do to balance yourself on business and personal? Well, I'm not empty yet, and because I'm not empty, and I'm. All through my career, I've had multiple companies, and after I failed at retirement three times, that's when I said, you know what, I really, I'm not empty yet, and I really want to help people, and I want to become a speaker, because being a speaker, I can pretty much tell people how I think, and if I can help them in any way as to teaching them how to think themselves and simplify things, I would be very happy. So... The story is, I can't separate work from play. And when we do work, first of all, I live in Sarasota, Florida, which is vacation land. I absolutely love it here so that every time I travel and I come back to my home, I feel like I'm on vacation. And Arlene, mm-hmm. my wife uh, of 58 years, goes everywhere with me. She's sometimes selective and doesn't go on every local trip, but we travel everywhere because I do a lot of speaking and when I speak, people are interested and they, they like what they hear. And I'm, I'm, I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm not an inspirational speaker, but I inspire some people. And I'm a teacher. 
and they like what they hear, and I can help them. So they, uh, this is the way I'm, I'm actually uh, being contracted, and it's just a wonderful life. So I don't separate work from play, and Arlene and I love it. I love, That's yeah, how so, I do that. On, on the speaking side of things, I, I definitely want to get in get into that because there's a lot of people that have questions on the speaking side of things, and definitely I, I can't say yes or no. It's not my place, but uh, I'd love to invite you to to come speak at the. Um, Action Wins event at this Renaissance Hotel. It's a pretty big event we're building up. And you know Bernie Dorman mm-hmm. and CEO Space and Laurel Langmire, and, and I'll be speaking as well. And there's NFL people, and it's really building up to a great event. So maybe that's a conversation we can have. I'll introduce you to pr- the producer, Emily, Emily Latran, and I think you'd be a, a wonderful addition. But so, so going to the balance of, of life and, and how, you, how you balance out, um, I'm trying to find that find that myself, and and I, I just want to ask one more question on the on the relationship side because it, it's kind of cool to get relationship advice from someone who created the magic strip on the credit card. Uh, this is fun. Um, so, what how, when you actually asked out your wife? What did you do? How did you ask her out? Did you ask her for coffee? Did you ask her to the movies? Did you you know, create something? For, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it was pizza. The pizza did it. We both love pizza. Pizza. Mm. pizza. And that's the um, secret. Okay. One night we went out, and and you know what was the problem was she always had to be home by uh, 10.30 p.m., and I didn't know why. But we would go (laughs) out, we would have fun, we would talk, but she had just come out of a dating situation, and I I think that other guy was still in her mind. But we went out. And she's probably going to kill me if she hears this. She's listening. <laughs> she's not, she, nobody listens to my show. Don't worry about it. And I, I brought her home one night because we were always coming home too early. And I brought her home and I said, you know what? Maybe we should cool this a little bit because it doesn't seem to be working real well. And that's okay. Mm. And I, I went home. And the next day she called me. And she said, now this is a funny term because back in the 50s, this is what was used. She said, do you want to go steady? And I said, well, oh. <laughs> she said, well, you know where we don't date anybody else. And I said, I would love it. And oh. <laughs> that was it. That was the magical time. And, I love um, that. I think she got over her other bow and um, seems to be working out. But I tell everybody that it's working out so well that I think we're going to start living together. That works. <laughs> there it is. You hear that, Frank? So now I know. The next, the ne- next I, time I, like I, I, you know, I go out, yeah, I'm going to ask have, the girls for pizza. Yeah, yeah Ron, it you have pizza. such a yep. giving heart. I mean, I'm just <laughs> on overwhelm with the incredible compassion that's coming across our airwaves right now. Uh, my understanding is you're working on a new technology for the visually impaired on a credit card. Can you tell us a little bit you about that? You stole my question, right, Frank. I, I, it's written down, man. You, I, I got a format. I'm, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Ron. Yeah, this, this sounds well, awesome, you know that, the visual Before, thing. Before I tell you about that, let me. I'd like to really help some of your listeners as to how my career escalated with just some simple approaches. Because mm. after I sold my public company, which had a lot of employees, I figured the next time I go to work, I really want to work with something that builds a cash cow. In other words, residual income, and it's not really labor-intensified, and I was searching for something. And I'll mm. tell this story real quick. So I went back to work and I said, well, now what am I going to do? Um, until I can figure out what I want, I'm going to sell other people's products and I'll just be a representative. And I was calling on a customer one day, communications, and there was a bid sheet from Western Union on this guy's desk because they were in the communications business. And I knew a lot about teletypes. And I said, what is this? And he says, oh, well, you know, we're in the communication business, but 
Western Union puts these machines up for bid every week, and they refurbish them, and we don't need them anymore, but you're welcome to the bid sheet. Well, make a long, long story short, I took the bid sheet, I went to Western Union, and I started buying teletype machines. I figured I could be in the parts business because everybody wow. knows about teletypes, and this was great. I'm buying them for pennies on the dollar because they're selling them under bids, and I was starting to collect a whole bunch of these teletypes. And right around that time, opportunity, I'm paying attention, PCs came out, clone PCs. And the device that was used for clone PCs before the video terminals were invented was teletype machines. And I was buying these things for pennies on the dollar, and I had them, so I brought them home, put them in my garage, and I've got to be careful how I tell a story or Arlene will kill me. I put them in my garage. I bought a compressor. I bought some mineral spirits. Now, give us the good some... stuff, Ron. Don't, don't keep anything out. Give us, give us <laughs> the stuff where we're only... <laughs> and I started refurbishing these things, and I bought them for like 10 bucks a piece, and I was selling them for $300. I was so happy. I was in the teletype business. One day, a guy came to the garage to buy a machine. I was advertising them locally, and he said, excuse, excuse me, can I use your men's room? And I said, this is my home. We have a powder room, not a men's room. And he, so he, he said, okay. So he goes in the powder room, does his thing, comes out, buys the teletype. Arlene comes out five minutes later, and she says, you take your teletypes. You take your mineral spirits. You take your compressor. Get the heck out of this house and open up a, a, a private office because that guy had lousy aim. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest thing that happened in my career. So now mm. it... it it flourished even further because Western Union went into the satellite business, and then they put thousands of machines up. I bought those thousands of machines, and I was selling those. I was in the, in the teletype business. I was selling parts, and I did. there was all kinds of things that happened in between. And then I got a phone call from the New York Stock Exchange one day saying that you happened to buy 273 special machines that Western Union had. Please come down here and let's talk. I gave him a full payout lease, and I said, can I be in the maintenance business now and maintain these machines? And they said, wonderful. From that, now I'm on the trading floor at the New York Stock Exchange every day maintaining these machines with a technician because I read a bid sheet on a guy's desk. <laughs> and then what happened, in 1983, I looked around on the trading floor, and on the bond trading floor, they were still it was still an auction market. Guys on phones, and they had already automated the stock market, but not the bond market. And I said to the exchange, I can automate this if you give me an exclusive license to disseminate bonds if I'm successful. And they said, they've been doing it like this for 205 years. They don't want to change. And I said, will you give me the license? And they said, well, it'll never happen. Sure, you got the license. Entered into a contract with them, and now I figured, how am I going to sell it? When I tried to call every bond trader on Wall Street, they weren't interested. If I, was buying or, if I wasn't buying or selling a bond, they'd hang up on me. So I gave a sample system, ran a telephone line into the leading bond trader on Wall Street. He was doing so phenomenal with it, he was topping everybody's bid. So the, his phone rang off the hook, and they were saying, Joe, how are you doing this? And they said, oh, well, you need one of those little Ron Klein boxes. My phone <laughs> rang off the hook. I became the exclusive disseminator of corporate-listed bonds to the New York Stock Exchange, and it made big bucks. Wow. And then it, just went, it went on beyond that. And, and what I'm teaching your, your listeners is never 
turn away from an opportunity. There's a gift behind every opportunity and yeah. every mm-hmm. challenge. And just mm-hmm. pay attention. Learn something new every day. Be smart, daring, and different, and it works. I was well, Ron, you got you got a book right there. That story, unbelievable. Yeah, wow. well, Arlene wrote my book, The Grandfather of Possibilities. Hmm. Now you asked me a question, and I have to tell you that that answer. Because I'm not empty yet, and I'm only, um, let's see, I, I claim to be dyslexic, so I'm only 28 years old. <laughs> you got to figure, do the math yourself, <laughs> okay? And because I'm not empty yet, and I and I want to give and really help. I I met a gentleman who was fully blind, blinded at age 13, and became a very close friend of mine, brilliant guy, and he said, I asked him what was on his wish list, and he said, I'd love to have a device that would be simple, very simple, not expensive, not affected by any outside sources, that could help me identify what I come in contact with in my daily life every day. Went home, thought about it, and... Had worked with a developer, built an app that could, and it's a free app for any cell phone, and then came up with these specially coded QR coded labels that were adhesive, and you paste that on anything you want, point your phone at it, identify it, and it tells you what it is. And it's programmable. You can change that mm. anytime you want. In other words, the label can be changed to say anything, and it's unlimited. And just think about for a moving company, if you were moving and putting all kinds of stuff in a box. You put the label on top of the box, and as you were filling up the box, you were saying on your cell phone, what's in the box? Seal it. The box gets to the new location. You point your phone at each box. It tells you exactly what's in there. So it helps the blind tremendously, and we're doing that and solving that problem all over the world. There's 260 million blind people in the world. We're helping them with that. And then I just filed another patent because... I figure, well, geez, why don't we make this so that it can be used by anybody, anywhere, and not just resonant in your phone. You can have what you're trying to store, your videos, your your written mm. material, your audio in the cloud. So that's my latest thing. I love it. Well, so, so that, Ron, uh, go ahead. So you that's say. what I do in my spare time. <laughs> well, you're, you're not, you're not, you don't sound busy or anything. Um, so, no, so let's get in. All. We don't have a whole lot of time, but I definitely want to get into uh, the speaking side of things and, and advice that you may have for speakers. And, and are we going to be able to give some of your books away? I mean, that book sounds really interesting. I, w- I want one. Can we get you to sign, you and Arlene, sign a couple, um, you know, couple copies? And f- can we figure out some ways Absolutely. to get some copies of some I fans? Think- I think Arlene sent a copy to Eric, but we'll certainly uh, send some copies to the studio, absolutely. And if anybody would want that, it's available on Amazon, so you can pick it up on Amazon. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Eric, did you, get the, did you get the copy of the book that Arlene sent? Well, I'm sure it got to our office. I haven't had a chance to get there and get oh, there and okay. look. But Was that Arlene? Was that Arlene I heard That's- in the background? Hello? Yeah, she was in the background. She just popped in the bring, bring her on. Bring her on. I want to meet her. Bring, bring her on. on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Arlene. Eric says he wants to meet you, so you get a chance. Hold on. Come on, Arlene. Come Here on, Eric. Is. Okay, here's trouble. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Oh, oh, we get to hear, hear the famous guys. voice How of Arlene. <laughs> that, that, welcome All to the right. show, Arlene. Did you get so the book? Nice you. Did you receive the book? I sent it to you weeks ago. Well, I got to check my studio. I got to check the office, so I'm sure we did. Okay. Um, and, please and, uh, please but send me one. I would dare want to read it. 
We want, we want well, to get I'd some copies to our fans. I'd be happy to send books. You know, if, if somebody wants to call in an address or email Ron, he'll give, him, uh, he'll give the, uh, his email. We'll be happy to sign books and send them out. Not a problem at all. Yeah. Our pleasure. Yeah. I, I would love Arlene, to treat a... are you familiar a, uh, with like the a, Sarasota Yacht a, Club out there? I'm sorry? Are you familiar with the Sarasota Yacht Club out there in your neighborhood? I am, yes. I've got a guy out there who's a business colleague of mine. He's a member of that yacht club. I guarantee you he can set up a speaking engagement for your husband. Well, Ron would love to speak. He's a great speaker. Now, of Perfect. course, because I'm always in the we'll, audience. We'll put that, we'll put I that know together. the story backwards, but it's a great story. It's a good, well, we, 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 Arlene, we got the whole story. We, we listened to how you guys met, and, I mean, he, he told us the whole enchilada. Oh, I mean, we were, we're but he, he didn't talk about all the dogs. He didn't talk about our children. He didn't talk about our grandchildren. Life is pretty balanced. It's busy, and it's balanced. It's good. Well, that's I awesome. Well, I, I got a dog myself. I got a uh, little... Um, uh, terrier Chihuahua, which keeps me uh, breathing, because you always make sure of that I walk course. her, and she's like, dogs are like people. <laughs> they're like a, they're like a kids. They're like babies. Uh, and and how how many children did you guys have? We have two children. One will be fifty six on uh, Tuesday. One wow. will be fifty four in December, and we've got four grandchildren, and they are one's going to be twenty six, one's twenty two. Uh, the 26-year-old lives up in Chicago, gorgeous girls, and then we have two grandsons, and they're 18, one just started college, and the other one's still in high school. So, so you know, yeah, I was a child bride. <laughs> what a legacy. And Arlene, I know that you, you, you are pretty established yourself. I'd love for you in a minute or so, like, tell everybody about you. I know you're a very established woman entrepreneur. Oh, well, you're very sweet. Thank you so much. And we're putting together these articles for you for the magazine. They're just about Yeah, we're finished. so excited to have and you guys come on board as contributors of the magazine. Yay. Well, it's our pleasure. I love to write, and um, I keep Ron on track. I mean, he's a great speaker. Uh, I have to lie a little bit. You know, I kind of put, put the, the, the written word into, or the, the spoken word into uh, writing for him. So um, now you've got a little secret. But I'm going to give him back to you, and Alrighty. thank you, thank you so All right, much. I got one more question because... before you go. I, Eric tells yes. me you've got a passion for social media. Where did that come from at your age? What was that, the social media? Yeah, social media. Um, Eric's telling me that you're well, you know up on social something? media. i got to hear why. I, I use it a little differently, and, and I heard you ask, Ron, about the, uh, the article in Forbes, and um, Cheryl Snap Connor, well, her genre is... PR, social media, and she wanted our twist on it. And we use it a little bit differently because rather than to advertise and boast who he is, what he is, it's usually after the fact. In other words, well, not, not totally after the fact, but if he's going to be on a program, if he's going to be on a stage, um, wherever it is where it's something public, I'll put it out there. I'll put it mm. out there. You know, we don't use it to get business, per se, as some people do. So that was our take on it. Actually, when she sat there and interviewed, I really had no idea that I was part of that article. Honest to God, I really didn't. And then, of course, it all came to be, and she called me the next day, and she said, well, 
She said, you just knocked it out of the ballpark. And I said, what does that mean? And she said, well, Forbes says if you have X number of views within 24 hours, you've really scored. And she said, your article really scored. Well, of course, she's a beautiful writer. She put it together. And we just gave our twist on it as to how we felt about it. So that was very, very nice. Um, as for, I, I love the social media. I have a good time with it. And Ron doesn't really have the time for it. So I'm the one that's assigned to do it. So well, you do a, you do a wonderful job, Arlene, speaking as one of the top 10 social media influencers in the world based upon third-party perspective. Uh, and I don't know too many baby boomers that are as skilled and as on top of it as you. And really, it's just engagement. I mean, it's a, it's a tool. It's a platform that helps you engage with an audience with the, you know, to, to get your, your stuff out there on a mobile and Internet perspective. And right. you use it. You use it the right way, and so I commend you. Well, thank you. Thank you. And it's always a pleasure to interact with people like you, and we're very grateful for that. We truly are, and I I look forward to meeting you someday in person. I hope for that. Oh, we definitely will. We're going to fly you out to one of our events. And, you know, since I still have you, I want to grab Ron at the same time. Can I grab you guys both at the same time and get a little drop saying that you're doing it the easy way? Yeah, let me pick up another phone. Hold on one second. I'm going to give him back to you. Just a minute. Awesome. Yeah. And now you really spoke to the boss. I, yeah, I know. I had, I'm glad I got a chance to finally meet her. I've just been typing back and forth with her on social media. She's been going back and forth with our team. But yeah, I'm gonna have, if you don't mind, Ron, I'm going to have you and Arlene give us a drop for you know easy way and that you enjoyed the show and, sure. and all that all that type sure. of stuff. And, and so and speaking, we don't have a whole lot of time, but I definitely want to talk to you more about that. I have tons of stages and tons of opportunities for that. You're, Frank was just telling your Arlene that uh, he knows somebody out there in the Florida area with a yacht and they're speaking opportunities. And really, I'd love to talk Hello. to you guys about Okay. No, there, there, now there, you have all right, there you go. Hold one second, Or. Go ahead, Eric. Okay, perfect. So, so we'll we'll go into that round. We'll go out into that off air of what opportunities we have. But since I have you and Arlene on, if you guys would do me a favor and say, "I'm Ron Klein. I'm Arlene Klein." Uh, you know, we're doing it the easy way, and we love the show. We enjoyed the show. Just like you know, a little fun drop with both of you guys. That'd be that'd be great on the count of three. One. Absolutely. Sure will. We sure will. And, awesome, and thank we you. wanted uh, to tell, you know, we're, I'm, I'm absolutely willing to give my phone number out, too, for anybody that would like to call or do a Q&A with me. I'd be delighted. Wow. And, um, I, I don't know if we want to do the what, phone number, but we'll, we'll make sure that we get it out to the audience on email. We'll make sure that we, we, we push it out there. We'll give your your email, maybe. I don't know about the phone number, because I, I got some crazy fans, Ron. I don't know if you want to do that. Like, I, I'm social media to the to the core. <laughs> so... <laughs> I wouldn't suggest that. But all right, so if you guys don't mind, on the count of three, one, two, three, you're going to say, I'm Ron Klein, I'm Arlene Klein, and we do it the easy way. And this has been a great time on the Easy Talk Live or whatever you want to say about the show. Ready? Here we go. One, two. All right, ready? One, two, three. I'm Arlene Klein, and I'm having a wonderful time on the easy way. Great program. Thank you, thank you. And I'm Ron Klein, and I'm having a super great time on the easy way. Thank you, thank you, Eric. Perfect. That works for me. I, I, I appreciate it. So, Ron, on, on a speaking perspective, we got uh, about maybe eight more minutes left. What advice would you have to speakers? What advice would you have to b- people in the speak in the business world? Like, uh, we deal with a lot of people in the business world that are speakers, and, and in your realm, it, to me, it seems kind of finance and inventing uh, opportunities for finance. What tips would you have for speakers? 
the most important thing I have, to, uh, the most important tip I have for speakers is to make sure that you're really engaging the audience. And it, it's all about them. It's not about you. And if I tell a story, it's only a story to relate to them and say, if you were there, you would have simplified it the same way. I know you would have looked at it the same way. And all I do is speak by example. Not, I, I, don't, uh, I don't use a megaphone. I'm really just inviting people to be smart, daring, and different, and understand. And to understand that it's benefits that you want to provide. And that's what I try and tell all speakers, and I, I want to deliver that message to the audience. It's all about benefits. It's about them. Thank you. Yeah, the, 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 the meat and potatoes with the gravy, not sticking it in the oven or, or making it, you know, you want to give them the, the direct information that they want, to, they want to hear. All right, Ron, I, I've been saving this question for the whole show, okay, the whole segment. And, and we have a, a show on, and which I'm going to have you and Arlene on my dad's show, which is Radio Boomers Live. Uh, we just partnered up with the, uh, one of the biggest magazines in California, Four Baby Boomers, and we're expanding the show exponentially. And what's really interesting is our host on that show is my dad with Knights of Columbus and then Retha Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers, NBC Lifetime. And I noticed the picture on the Facebook with you and Betty White. Love to hear the story. How'd you meet her? What are, what are you guys doing with Betty? Please tell her I said hello. <laughs> uh, she's terrific. Betty is a very good friend of ours, a very close friend. And Arlene um, serves on, she did serve on the Morris Animal Foundation Board, which is mm. uh, provides better, le- better life and health care for animals. And mm. she was a trustee for many, many years for over 20-some years. Or are you there? Yeah, I just picked up, right. You want to tell your story about Yes, I, I will. Betty and I have served on the Morris Animal Foundation Board together since 1991. In 2011, I came off after 20 years, and I was nominated, or I was elected a um, trustee emeritus. And after 40 years, at the same time in 2011, Betty came off, and she was... Um, Given the the honorary title of uh, trustee uh, of uh, well trustee emeritus and also president emeritus, so that is our history. We go back a long time. We're both passionate about animals. I've worked very closely with her, and she and Ron and I have become really really close friends through the years. Wonderful lady, wonderful wonderful lady, and the best friend to animals that anybody could ever be. So, you know, we wish her many, many more healthy years. She's going to be 96 in January, and um, we don't get to see each other very much anymore because, as I say, we're both emeritus, so we're not going to meetings as we used to. Uh, Ron and I probably will fly out to Denver in June, and I will go to the 70th anniversary of Morris Animal Foundation. So this has pretty much been my heart. And, by the way, Morris Animal Foundation funds animal health studies all over the world, for all species, for all diseases. So That's our our relationship with Betty. Yeah, that's our connection with Betty White. And she loves making hot dogs without mustard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a special tip we got there on Easy Talk Live, guys. Betty White loves naked hot dogs without mustard. I love that because I'm a ketchup guy myself. All right, so you guys have been so (laughs) awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad, and I hope you enjoyed your Easy Way experience. Uh, today and I want to introduce you to Retha Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and I think you guys will become great friends. I'm sure you guys all oh, know. Oh, that would this. be great. 
Yeah, you know, and, and again, you'll, you'll be on the Radio Boomers live show. And as for being uh, amazing guests today on the show, on behalf of MyRealEarth.com, we have a $110 uh, body natural body care package that we're going to send out to you guys that is essential oil, pure natural skin care, aging stuff, like just real amazing company. And they're endorsed by Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, and it's one of our clients. We know him. So, we know Kevin. Karen, oh, you know Kevin. Well, great. Very good Another great person you guys probably have it, have him come. I'm sure we know a lot of the same people. I'm sure my client, I'm sure it's just one big happy well, this, family. Well, this so. sounds like a great gift for old people like us, you know. I never said the I never said the word. I I, I would no, but I guess. did. <laughs> well, yeah. So it is a great. We're not uh, my, young. Yeah, my we're I'll young at heart. We're, you we're young at heart, and we're young in spirit. And we're not. Arlene, if you hang around Eric for too long, I'm 65. I mean, he's my new fountain of youth. You're how old? 65, Arlene. 65, six, six. No, 65. Yeah, I just turned 65. No. That's a pediatric. Yeah, we're bridging the gap here. with the baby boomers and the millennials, and so I'm the millennial. Uh, Frank's the baby boomer. It's working out, working out great. And so uh, we're we're gonna get you that guys that gift. I'll get you connected to My Real Earth, and uh, we'll ship you out uh, some some product. And you'd know, love to have you guys, uh, you know, come on board. We're really glad to have you as an Easy Way contributor to Easy Way Magazine, and and we're just gonna make a difference together in a big way. And I'm going to officially now, Arlene and Ron Klein, I'm going to W Easy Way influencers. I am. Well, thank you, thank you so much. My hand. It's I, been a real, real pleasure. And Eric Swanson calls me the girlfriend, so I'm going to call him my boyfriend because it was very kind of him to put you in touch with Ron. And, yes. Uh, we'll, yeah. We will thank him for that. Eric, Eric, Eric Swanson's amazing. Give my and website so, in case people would yeah, like to yeah, yeah. Please, please give us your website, Ron. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they can get on it in two ways. One way is www.4ronkline.com. So that's www.4ronkline.com. Or the other way, the long way, would be uh, the grandfather of possibilities. There it is, guys, and and definitely check out his book. And we got we got to get get going here. The engineers saying we got we got to close, but guys, you can email easytalklive at gmail.com if you have any questions for Ron or Arlene or any of our guests on the show. This has been a fantastic, fun get, uh, show, guys. Remember to download our app, easywaymobile.com. Uh, we always have amazing influencers in the business and entertainment world. Every Saturday, 1 o'clock p.m. to 3 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you want to be on the show, email easytalklive at gmail.com and uh, just join our groups. Just look up Easy Way on Facebook and you'll see a bunch of stuff pop up. Pick and choose what you want to do. Guys, we're bridging the gap between baby boomers and millennials. We're making it happen with the with the entrepreneur world and entertainment world. We are Easy Way making that business solution happen for you guys. Check us out, easywaypromotions.com and our main site, easywaymedia.com. Again, thank you to Voice America World Talk Radio. Millions of listeners, check out our channel on Voice America and our new channel broadcast, our new broadcast live channel. We have our new studio reaching 650 channels. This is a big thing we're launching, guys, in September. Really excited about it. We'll be doing a big uh, party and launch uh, the, the new year. Uh, check it out, guys. Easy Way Studios. We love you guys. Thanks for being such amazing fans and guests. We got some books from Ron Klein that we'll be sending out to you. We'll figure out some fun stuff on social media to get those books 
reached out to you and Ron, we will have fun with you, get you on some stages and we'll do it the easy way. You've been a great audience, guys. I'm Eric Zuli with uh, Frank Hellring, our wonderful guests, Ron Klein, uh, Arlene and Ken Ra- uh, Roshan and everybody that's been on the show today. You guys rock. Don't forget that. listening to Easy Talk Live. We've got more fun at easywaybroadcasting.com. Join the mobile family. Download the Easy Way app at easywaymobile.com. Tune in every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific for another show with Eric E.Z. Zuli on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.